Are you willing to undertake a dangerous mission behind the enemy lines, knowing you may never return alive? What you have just heard is the question asked during the war to agents of the OSS, ordinary citizens who to this question answered, yes. This is Cloak and Dagger. Espionage, international intrigue. These are the weapons of the OSS. Today's story, The Brenner Pass, is the story of an American engineer who single-handed cut off the escape of part of the German army in Italy from onrushing American troops. The Brenner Pass is suggested by actual incidents recorded in the Washington files of the Office of Strategic Services. A story that can now be told. I don't want it. Ecco, qualche cosa bere. Drink, drink this figlio mio. It will warm your insides. I, I want to talk to you. I, I want to tell you. Drink this first. Buona, buona. I'm so tired. Rest then. So, so tired. Rest. You, you won't give me away, will you? You'll hide me if the Germans come, won't you, Padre? Won't you? You came to me, my son, because you knew I'd give you sanctuary. Any man has sanctuary in this house. Yes, yes, but... I've taken an oath, filio mio. Anything you tell me, only God and I will witness. And if I had not taken this oath, I still would not give you away. Thank you, Father. You are an American, that much you have told me. Do you want to tell me more, or do you want to sleep first? No, no. It is better you sleep first. I'll sit beside you. I won't leave you. No. No, Padre, I want to tell you there may not be much time. I have a feeling that time is running out for me. Yes, My name was Donald Harper. I say was because... Somehow I don't feel as if I have a name anymore. When you're tracked down and hunted, you're not a human being. There's no past or future. There's just the present, and you run. So much has happened in a few weeks that it's hard for me to remember. Remember back from this morning when you found me unconscious on the steps of the chapel. Back to the morning I was sent on my mission. November 12th, 1944. 
Captain Harper, I'm well aware of everything we have to gain if this scheme of yours succeeds. You still think it's just a scheme, eh, Colonel? I don't have to think. I know what your chances are of actually getting through to the Brenner Pass and blowing up that highway. And I know what'll happen to you if the Italian fascists or the German police get you. I know a couple of things, too, Colonel. One of them is the country up there in the mountains. Hmm? Yes, I I nearly broke my neck half a dozen times when I was a kid climbing the rocks around my grandmother's hut. And just before the war, I took a trip from the States to see her again. I skied over every inch of that mountain near the Brenner Pass. Colonel, I know I can do it. We've been through this before, Harper. I'm aware of everything in your favor. Your knowledge of the country, the fact that you were an engineer before the war. Just give me supplies, some TNT, an Italian uniform, and some phony papers in case I tangle with the fascisti. It's all I need, Colonel. I tell you, I can do it. It's true. If that highway to the Brenner Pass could be destroyed, it would take the Germans months to repair it. It would cut off one of their retreats out of Germany. Of course. Now, we'd have them where we want them when the American armies advance. Their backs to the mountains and no way up. That's it. That's it. Your permission, Colonel. Please let me try it. Uh, You say your grandmother's hut is right near your objective? Yes, sir. I'll give you names to memorize of other partisans in the mountains who might help you on the way. I'll have all the supplies you requested, and you can leave. From the beginning, Padre, I had bad luck. It snowed during most of the 40-mile journey... And it was difficult for me to move quickly. And the longer it took me, the more chance I had of being discovered. Then it came. You know what a storm is like here in the mountains. How it can blind you and throw you against the rocks. When it was all over... I realized what had happened. I had been thrown off my course. But that wasn't the worst of it. My knapsack was gone. All my supplies. And the packet with papers the OSS had forged for me. I had no identification now. And no food. But I still had the TNT for the highway near Ampezzo. There is a tavern, Padre, not far from Parola. It wasn't sheer recklessness, but desperation that made me go in there knowing I had no papers. Knowing the tavern catered to Nazis and fascisti. Knowing the rucksack on my back was filled with explosives. But there was no other place for miles, and I had to get food or I couldn't go on. Come, Tony, tell us more of the story. Oh, well, as I already told you, she was fat and primitive. Yeah, yeah. She was big. Oh, she was like this. And look what she sang. What she sang, it looked like this. See? What would you like to order? Some uh, bread and cheese, if you have it, and some coffee, black. Very strong. If you have it, please. See? Where is the beer I order? Bring it faster if you know what's good for you. Yeah, see, 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 fast. Bring it faster. 
I tried to make myself as inconspicuous as possible. I hoped the Germans would continue to be amused by the Italian girl and not ask to see my papers. I had nearly frozen in the snow a half hour before. Now the sweat broke out all over my forehead. Pay attention to her, I kept praying. Watch her, watch her. Don't even look my way. Here you are, senor. Cheese, bread, coffee. Oh, grazie. It is here. I have it here, right here. Oh, that soldier must be important to be served first. Come here, soldier. Come over here and tell us how important you are. Oh, no, I, I, I'm not important at all. Forgive me. The, the waiter should have served you first. That's right. He's not important. Come, come. Take a sip of my beer, Tony. It will make it taste better. Have beer with us, no, no. Poor soldier, he's all alone. Buongiorno. Come and have some beer with us, soldier. No, I, I, grazie, signorina. I, I, I will just finish this coffee and, and then I must go. Wait a minute. You must not be rude, soldier. Men are never rude to me. If I ask you to drink with us, you must. No, no, please, signorina, some other time, perhaps. Now, now I must go. Ha! You are afraid of me. Afraid of girls and afraid to drink beer. Oh, you should be back in your mama's lap, I think. <laughs> I will give you some beer now. Perhaps you will acquire a taste for it. Here. <laughs> she threw it in my face. I felt it start to trickle down my neck, and I could hear the Germans laughing themselves sick. I wanted to snap that small neck of hers in half for making me the center of attraction. Grazie, waiter. Very sure you're not followed here to my house. Very sure, amico, and it's snowing again. Even the tracks from my snowshoes are covered. We must be careful, very careful, all of us partisans. The Germans are closing in on us. Do you know what would happen if they found out I took you in? An American. This would happen. But I tell you, there's nothing to worry about, and I'll be gone in the morning. Ah, in the morning. One, one. All I want is a night's rest. There is a bed in the back room. You may use Senor Harper. You are sure you are not followed, very sure. Yes, yes, and I'll be gone in the morning before you're awake. You must not think, Senor, that I am being in this business of hospitable. But these times, they're very bad times for all of us. Yes, yes, I know. To live is important, too. <laughs> yes, in order to fight back later, one must leave now, no? Yes, yes, And the yes. Germans are clever. Very clever. If they knew you were here. <sighs> I was too tired to stand there and listen to the old man's whimpering. Too tired to watch his narrow eyes like small brown buttons dart about the room, looking first at the windows and then at the door, half expecting the Gestapo to come. All I wanted to do was sleep. I fell across the bed. But a few minutes later, I sat bolt upright, listening to the voices in the next room. Daughter is here. 
An American in the back room, sleeping. Are you sure? Are you sure he's an American, Father? His name is Harper. Donald Harper, Tony. The American OSS sent him. Oh, an American, eh? <laughs> oh, how the German police would like to know that. <laughs> that girl. The girl from the tavern. The friend of the Germans. I didn't stay to hear any more. There was a small door leading out to the back of the hut. I knew, Padre, that somehow I must have come to the wrong house. I didn't dare take any more chances and stop again until I reached my grandmother's. And I was so tired. So tired. Donaldo, mio. Donaldo. So good it is to see you again. Oh, Nana. Nana. Oh. oh, but how you look, so thin, so tired. Nothing changes here, does it? It could be six years ago or ten. <laughs> Nana sitting here like this, in this house. Ah, oh, your mama, your papa, how are they? Mail does not come here easily any longer. You have heard from them? Yes, Nana, a few weeks ago. They're fine. They tried so hard to get you to America when the war came. I would not go anywhere, Don Mew. This is my home. No one could make me leave my home. Not the Germans, not the Fascisti. Here I stay until the world rights itself again. Oh, but what can I get you? It's a comedy. Make yourself comfortable. You are hungry. Yes, but I'm, I'm too tired to eat. I, I just want to sleep. Do then. I'll make up the room for you later. For now, rest here on this couch. When you wake, I will have food for you. Ah, like the old days, Carmio. My dear one. I will be in the kitchen. Sleep now. Sleep. I don't know how long I slept. When I awoke, I wondered for a moment where I was. And then I saw her standing over me. <laughs> Like a little boy, you sleep. I've been watching you. You? What are you doing here? Watching you sleep. You don't drink beer, and you're afraid of girls, and you sleep like a little boy. You followed me here. You brought them. What have you done with my grandmother? What? I'll kill you. Oh. I should have killed you then. I will now. Stop. Stop. Yeah, yeah. You're hurting. Friend of the Germans, you little she-devil. I'll kill you. Donaldo. Donaldo. Here, here. What is going on? Nana, you all right? Of course I'm all right. What are you doing? Tony, what is wrong? Oh, your grandson has his mother's hot Italian blood in his veins. He wants to kill me, that's all. I'm ashamed of you, Donaldo. This girl, she's a friend. Friend? I will get the soup for you, Signora Apicella. Perhaps some soup will cool his temper. But none, I... I saw that girl with the German. She's... Oh, she told me about that. She did not know who you were then. Yes, but She I... wondered why you disappeared from her father's house. She knew the name Donald Harper because she heard me speak of you often. So she came here after you. Nana, When I... she saw you asleep, then she understood why you had run away from her. She was with Germans. I was there. I heard... That girl, Donaldo, is the leader of our group of Parsons. Your leader? But the Germans are... Oh, the Germans. I amuse them. 
porky, animale. I tell them funny stories and they laugh at me. Here's your soup. They do not hear me laugh when I get them drunk and they tell me things I can use to our advantage. Your soup. Drink it. Uh, Tony, I, I'm sorry. I understand. Che <laughs> bella questa ragazza, Donaldo, no? Yes, Nana, the girl is very pretty. Oh, signora Apicelli, you embarrass me. Donaldo, we are friends now. See? See, Tony. Friends. You work too hard, Caramillo. What are you doing? Oh, drawing diagrams, Nana. I've got all the plans made to blow up that highway early tomorrow morning, and I want to make sure nothing goes wrong. Here. I brought you something to eat. Oh, you'll spoil me, Nana. Mm. But it was good to have you spoil me again these past few days. Ah, how good it is to be able to. Will you leave then, tomorrow, after you do what you have to do? Yes, I must, but I'll come back to say goodbye first. I come, I come. Ciao, ciao, signorina. Where is Donaldo? Tony, what are you doing here? Are you displeased to see me? Where is that partisan friend you were going to send to help me? Here. What? Me, 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 me. I am the friend. Oh, no. I can do as good a job as any man. Let me help you, Donaldo. No, it's crazy. Please, please, let me do it. Girl, it's crazy. It is not crazy. Think. Think what it will mean for me after you are gone from these mountains. Listening to my fat friends, the Germans, talk about the explosion. And to know secretly that it was I who helped to make it. Please, please. Donaldo. Mio. It's too late to get anyone else. (laughs) That's why I waited so long. (laughs) The only man to get on this short notice is my papa, and he is a scared rabbit. I was right the first time. You are a little she-devil. <laughs> si, si. Take her with you, Donaldo. All right, then. Pay attention to this diagram. See. Now, there's a railway, as you know, going right over that highway. If we plant enough TNT to blow that right onto the road, it'll be blocked up for months. It was about four o'clock in the morning when we got to the highway and climbed up on the tracks of the railway. Tony stayed up above and I made my way slowly, slowly climbing down into the framework of the trestle, feeling my way along the girders. They were icy under my hands and two or three times I almost slipped. Careful! Careful, Donaldo. It's all right. Watch yourself. Watch how you handle those explosives. Do not trouble yourself about me. I told you I can work as well as any man. Then work as quietly as one. The troop train of Germans would be coming over the railway soon, and I had to finish before it came. I had a coil of wire around one arm and a pair of pliers hanging on a thong from my waist. Tony, you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Well, hand me down those packages of explosives, one at a time. Here? Here you are. Uh, All right, thanks. I shoved them in where I wanted them, packed them close. Tony, the wedges... Quickly, don't be so slow about it. I'm doing it as fast as I can. There. All right. I lashed the grenade on top of the braced explosives, wound it tight with the wire, 
twisted it with pliers. Finally, I was finished. There was snow on the ground, and yet my shirt was wet with perspiration. All right, last finishing touch. That does it for this side, Tony. Now let's get to the other side. See? G- give me your pliers before you drop them. Okay. I, I have helped you much this far. See? See? You've helped me much. Let me do it. No, no. We haven't any time to argue. That train will be along any minute. Please, please let me set off the explosion. Let me have that pleasure. I will follow your directions. I will do it just the way you told me. No. The train, it's coming. Just tell me when to pull it. All right, you win. But heaven help you if you make a mistake. Hold it now, steady. And don't pull on the wire yet. Yes, I I will pull it softly, softly, lightly, but firm. Here she comes. Pull it! Nana, Nana, what is it? It is nothing. These attacks come on after. Nana, Tony, some water, quick. No, I I will stay with her. Donaldo, you must leave quickly. No, I'll stay. You go on. This section will be swarming with soldiers after what we've just done. And if they find you, they'll wonder what you're doing here. Men do not know how to take care of the sick. I will stay and help you. All right. Get the water. You should not have stayed, Don Mio. I, I would have been all right. All right, don't talk. Just rest. Donaldo! What is it? Germans coming to this house. I can see from the window. Oh, no. No, no, you should have gone before, not no, waited. No, 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 it's all right. Donaldo, do this one thing more, more for me. I won't leave while you hold them off for me. Is that what you want? I know them. I am a favorite of theirs. Please, Caro Mio, you can escape and do more important work. And I will not be harmed if I stay behind. Please, right, my son. Escape. Escape. There is still time. The girl knows them. Upstairs. Upstairs. They may be around the back, too, so go upstairs. Jump from the window to the roof of the barn. You can make it from there. No, Tony. Go, 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 I say. Promise not to turn back. Promise. I ran up the stairs to the tiny attic. I heard the door close downstairs, so I knew they had come in. I could distinguish their voices, too, although I couldn't hear a word they were saying. I opened the window and saw it was an easy jump to the roof. Then Tony screamed. And I forgot my promise to her and went back, flattened myself against the wall at the head of the staircase. No, 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 I have done nothing, but I came here to take care of this Well, can you not see that she's here? Give her another taste of the stick. Oh, please, let the girl alone, please. Perhaps another taste of the stick is what she needs. Signorina. Zamaltone, you are always around when there's trouble. 
covered and torn. Masha, it's the truth. Oh, let me all alone, I beg of you. I... No, 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 go back. What is this? I surprised the first German when I jumped him, brought the butt of my gun down on his head again and again. But the other German was not so simple a matter. He had my shoulders pinned down, and I couldn't move. Then, then I saw Tony standing over us, a heavy candelabrum in her hand. Good work, Tony. Now listen to me carefully, Tony. Take my grandmother back to your house. No one will know you were here. If others question you, tell them my grandmother was here alone when someone, a stranger, took refuge here and killed the officers who came. Then she went to your house because she was afraid. Will, will you remember that, all of it? Will you be back? Will I ever see you again? Who knows? Perhaps. Perhaps. Carlina. Carlina, my, my dear little Tony. Now go. Go quickly. She did. I, I wanted to tell you, Padre, that that's everything that's on my way here. You you will hide me. Rest easy. If they come, you I will do what I can for you. What right are you coming in like this, breaking down the door? Do not make trouble, Padre, I warn you. No, no, this is it, a house it, of God. It's all right, Padre. It's all right. No, 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 you're mistaken. My name is not Donald Harper. I'm an Italian soldier. I, I was lost in the snow. I, my, my papers are gone. Come, come, this is tiresome. Admit it. You are the American who blew up the highway. Answer. You are mistaken, Herr Hauptmann. You are mistaken. Ah, we will see. Sergeant, send in the old man. Your Herr Hauptmann. In there with you. See, Hauptmann. In there with you. See, see, I come. I come. Oh, I... <laughs> you recognize him, I see. That's Alan Zemir. What is this man's name? Be high there. Harper. Harper. Donald Harper. The senor is an American. Now I have told you, you were left so alone, see? You have talked enough, Gona. You will leave my daughter and me alone, and the old lady too, now that I have told you. We have done nothing to do with it. And yeah, 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 yeah. But you will not tell my daughter. You promise, remember. She has a soft heart, it would distress her. Take him away, God. You will let us alone Come now, on, see? Come. See, we are on your Come side, on, loyal fascists. You have nothing to say. Everything has been said for me. That highway has been completely destroyed. I'm delighted to hear it. That many loyal soldiers of the Reich have been killed. Well, thank you for telling me. And what is more, you are in Italian uniform. A spy. Bullets are too good to waste on you, American. But a rope can be used again. Sergeant! Yeah, Herr Hartmann? Take this man out and hang him. <laughs> I cannot do this. You will do as you are told, Herr Doctor. Here is the death certificate of the American who was hanged this morning. Sign it. And the cause of death you wanted, I should write. <laughs> as I told you. Just as I told you. 
heart failure. A pity. Some weeks later, two retreating German battalions found their escape through the Brenner Pass blocked. Captain Harper had done his job well, and the onrushing American troops caught the enemy with their backs to a mountain. Though Donald Harper did not live to see victory, he shared in it. And once again, the record of an OSS agent closes with the words, Mission accomplished. A further adventure in black warfare is next week's... Cloak and Dagger. Heard in today's Cloak and Dagger adventure were Everett Sloan, Hester Sondergaard, Barry Kroger... Louis Soren, Virginia Payne, Raymond Edward Johnson, Carl Weber, and Boris Aplin. Script was by Winifred Wolfe. Music was under the direction of John Gart. Today's true OSS adventure was based on the book Cloak and Dagger by Corey Ford and Alistair McBain. This has been a Louis G. Cowan production in association with Alfred Hollander and was under the direction and supervision of Sherman Marks. Stay tuned for the second big mystery, High Adventure, on NBC. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Are you willing to undertake a dangerous mission behind the enemy lines, knowing you may never return alive? What you have just heard is the question asked during the war to agents of the OSS, ordinary citizens who to this question answered, yes. This is Cloak and Dagger. Black Warfare, Espionage, International Intrigue. These are the weapons of the OSS. Today's story, The People in the Forest, is suggested by actual incidents recorded in the Washington files of the Office of Strategic Services. A story that can now be told. The plane began to slow down, and then it circled slowly. Someone pulled the cover off the jump hole, and I got my first view of France. Occupied France. August, 1944. Action stations. On the ground to the right, I could see fires, like safety matches lit in the moonlight. 
And I wondered how big they really were, those fires that were out there to guide us in. The dispatcher told me I was to jump second. Running in. Ready, number one? Ready. And then it happened. The first bad break of that mission. Only it didn't happen to me, it happened to Chris Fowler. See you in France, Capella! Okay, Fowler. Number one. Good luck. I just stood there looking down, watching them go. And then my heart started to pound all over me. My breath caught and I nearly choked on it. Chris fell and fell and fell. But the chute didn't work. It came out of the bag and streamed unopened behind them. Paratroopers call that a Roman candle. Tough break. Want to turn back, Scarpella? Huh? Uh, no. No, I'll jump it. Okay, then. Ready, number two? Number two. Ready? Ready? Jump! The wind came up and hit me in a rush. I felt myself falling. I think I died a few times until I heard the crack of the chute. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. The most beautiful sight in the whole world, that big white umbrella over me. The little safety matches on the ground got bigger and bigger. I realized they were torches. And then I saw a figure of a man waving. He started to get bigger, too. And then the torches were put out. I was about to get my first introduction to the French underground. You all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I saw what happened to your friend. It was too bad. Yeah. You had courage to jump after that. Maybe if I'd stopped to think about it, I never would have. Maybe I was afraid I'd never jump again if I didn't then. Well, anyway, here I am. My name is Captain Robert Scarpella. Captain Robert Scarpella. American. Welcome. Welcome to France. I'm ecstatic to make your acquaintance, Captain. The little guy threw his arms around <laughs> me and friend. kissed me. When I was Welcome. 12, I'd said nix to my kissing friend. my father goodnight because it embarrassed <laughs> me. And here was this little Frenchman with the beret and baggy pants <laughs> and farmer's shoes with his arms around me. <laughs> hey, cut it off, I'm you? just so happy to see you, American. <laughs> well, I'm the Fox. The Germans themselves gave me that name. Look at his head. Would you believe there is a price on it? Oh, uh, are you the leader? Yes, of one of our little bands. The British radio alerted us about your coming. Well, there's a good reason for my coming, Captain Fox. You may call me simply Fox. Okay, Fox. <laughs> well, all right. Now let's pick up supplies that were brought to you. Right. As for your mission, Captain, there will be time enough to, t to talk about it when we get deeper into the forest to our highway. Uh, is it very far from here? Unfortunately, there's a little walk <laughs> We were forced to move our headquarters last night after another German raid. Oh? What do you mean, another? Our positions have been raided three times the past month. Almost as if the Bosch were given a map of where we were in the forest. Oh? Sounds to me like somebody's dirty work. I have thought of that, Captain. But if there is a traitor in our group, I shall find him. We know how to deal with such. <laughs> I'll bet you do. Oh, here we are. Oh, <laughs> the 
That's nice. Very, very, very nice. <laughs> this Carmen rifle, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, there are shoes in those packages, too, and food and grenades. Oh, what a beautiful rifle. Uh, I was to tell you to expect a heavy supply drop in a few weeks. Oh, what a beautiful rifle. We still are using field pieces from the Franco-Prussian War. But this is a beauty. <laughs> now gather up your things, Captain Scarpella. I'll be back in a few minutes. I'll be back. The fox disappeared into the woods. The whole thing seemed like a crazy nightmare. The whole forest surrounded by Germans. And yet here I was passing the time of day just like nothing at all with a Frenchman who had a price on his head. And somewhere out there where he drifted, Chris was a dead heap under a lot of parachute silk. I grabbed a gun and I waited for trouble. I didn't know whether to go after the fox and take a chance on being ambushed or stay where I was. Someone was coming. I ducked behind a tree. The only thing I could figure was the Germans had seen the plane, seen me land. I took aim. Carefully. Slowly. American. American, where are you? Oh, for crying out loud, what happened? What were those shots? <laughs> I just wanted to get the feel of your gun. So I simply tried it on a couple of Germans over the edge of the hill. <laughs> it sights very well, though. What a crying out loud. <laughs> This little dinner party is in your honor, Captain Scarpella. Oh? I regret we have nothing better than wild rabbits to offer you. Well, it's a swell. Quite a welcome. Headquarters didn't tell me to expect anything like this. Luzette, more wine for the captain. But of course. Here, I will refill your glass. Oh, thank you. Oh, mais non. In France, we say thank you. This way. Hey. <laughs> you mind my kissing you? Oh, no, no, not at all. I love Americans. Uh huh? All Americans. Uh, hey. Come help me, I need your help. Lucette, let go. <laughs> Marie's calling you. Oh, oui, Maman, I am coming. <laughs> uh, she's a very pretty girl, that uh, Lucette. 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 <laughs> and very young. Yeah. Only 17. Oh? Already she has seen so much. Hiding like this in the forest, sneaking back into the German-held village. Into the village? Oui, monsieur. Many of our group work in the village, right under the noses of the enemy. And the Germans do not know that they are members of the Maquis. Oh, but they know you're here. Oh, they know, they know that we're here, but they do not dare come near the forest, except in big raiding parties. Uh -huh. <laughs> they know very well that to one dead of ours, there will be 12 dead of theirs. Well, Captain, now about your mission. Its purpose? Tell me more, please. Well, I was sent here to find out the German defense plans for the port of San Nazaire and the entire coastal area around here. Ah. Now, I know those plans are in German headquarters in the village. And you request our help. I've got to have those plans, and in a matter of days. I've got to deliver them personally to 8th Corps headquarters. Now, put your mind at ease, Captain Scarpella. The fox will help you. <laughs> now, the first thing I will do is put you Attention! in contact with... Attention! Oh. Attention! Captain Scarpella, I'm Marie. Ah, <laughs> She's the mother cat of that little kitten who kissed you before. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, happy to meet you. And we are all enchanted to meet you, American. In your honor, we have a special surprise. Listen. Attention. Uh, uh, Un, deux, trois. Oh. 
This is something to write home about. Write home about? Yeah. Yeah, nice, cozy evening with friends. Oh, you'd never know there was a war going on. Nibos! Where is the lookout? There are two German trucks about a kilometer from here, Captain Fox. I see, I see. What else? There are two divisions, at least, of German soldiers oh, surrounding us. Captain Scarpella, I regret very much to have interrupted your welcome party in this manner. René? Oui, Le Fox. René? Oui. Uh, the new machine our American friend brought with him. We. Oui. Now, what is it called, Captain Scarpella? A bazooka. Oh, yes, this b- 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 bazooka. bazooka. Now, take it, take it to an advantageous position, you understand? We oui, Fox. Now, listen. Yes, now, my friend, my friend. Now is the best time for him and some of the others to learn how to use it. Oh, for crying out loud. I thought it seemed like a nightmare before. It was nothing to what happened now. It's so mixed up in my mind, I can't remember it clearly. It wasn't anything like the patrols I'd been trained for in the Army. Now, Captain Scarpella, follow me, please, all right? Ah. <laughs> These Germans are becoming very annoying. Uh, w- would you mind pointing that the other way, Fox? Yes, yes excuse me. <laughs> This bazooka is a beauty. Just a little beauty. (laughs) From out of nowhere, a German soldier fell forward on his face. And then the fox and I moved on. I remember thinking, cripes, this is like kids playing cops and robbers. French boys, still in their teens, ran by with a cross of Lorraine sewn on their coats. I saw Marie take aim behind a tree. And all the time, the fox kept smiling. He never stopped smiling. I feel selfish, Captain Scarpella. Give me that gun. I will let you borrow yours a while. They are about 50 yards ahead. There is a juicy rabbit in German uniform. Oh? Please, get him. (laughs) Captain LaFox was right. The rifle did sight well. And then all of a sudden there were less Frenchmen around and more Germans all around us. In a case like this, my friend... The best course is to run. Well, let us run. This forest is like a jigsaw puzzle to me. You know it backwards. It is from necessity, of course. I regret exceedingly that I must ask you to join me here in this swamp. We will stay here it is safe to leave. Shh, shh, shh. Under the water. Leave only your nose above it to breathe. They are ghosts. How can one fight what one cannot see? I think we have in this time, Herr Hoffman. They are scattered and disorganized. Perhaps this is the end of our trouble with them. Relaxed. They're retreated. Those arrogant devils may return again. Well, we'll find out from our informant later how good a job we have done this time. Yeah. I'm going up ahead. Shall I stay here as guard? Mm. No. It is not necessary. There's nothing here. Come better with me. Yeah, here, Hoffman. 
Posted a guard here. It would have been most inconvenient, Captain Scalpella. Are you very wet? Uh, what do you think? Well, there will be clean clothes for you at our hideout. Come. It is time for us to go there. Well, this has been a very annoying evening, Captain. Fox. Fox, did you hear what they said about... Uh... An informant. I heard. I heard. Captain Scarpella, Marie is employed as charwoman in German headquarters in the village. She is the contact of whom I spoke. Uh-huh. What can I do to help you? Just tell me. There are plans for the defense of San Nazar. What do you think the chances are that they may be in the files of the office where you work, Marie? Very good, I would say. Uh, Marie, Marie, tell me, what are my chances of getting into those files? Also very good. Mm-hmm. The door of the Hauptmann's office is left open for me, so I may wash the floors. I see. It will be easy to enter. As for the files, I have a key. A key? Wait. I will give it to you. Well, this is better than I hoped for. When can we go? Tomorrow? Tomorrow? Why not now? The Germans are still out searching the forest, and the coast will be clear. Let us leave now. Well, for... I'll say it for you, Captain Scarpella. For crying out loud. <laughs> Less than an hour later, we were in the village. It was five o'clock in the morning, and there was no one around. The village slept. Captain Scarpella, listen to me. There is the German headquarters across the street. Mm -hmm. I will leave you and go inside to get my mop and bucket. You will watch through the window. Right. When I distract the guard, go quickly to the side door. It is open. Uh The Hauptmann's office... Is the third door from the end. Third, huh? You have the key to the to the files, huh? Yes, 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 I have it. Bon, I go now. Remember the signal I give you, in case of danger. I watched her go into the building. And then I took up my position at the open window. There was a guard at the front desk. No one else around. I pressed myself into the shadows. And after a while, Marie came to the front desk and began to mop the floor. What are you doing here, Charlie? I'm not that early, Sergeant. And the sooner I finish, the sooner I am through. I'll go about your business, sir. I knew that soon she'd do something to distract him. You're disturbing me. <laughs> this, this too must, must be washed, no? I will be through presently. Ah! Fine! Oh, you spilled that all over I'm my boots. No. so sorry. It was not deliberate. All over my boots. The side door was open and she said it would be. Sorry for this. One, two, three. Third door from the end. I made it. The German captain's office. And in the corner were the files. The key in my hand was hot and sticky. It fit. It fit. The key fit. I knew it would, but somehow it slid in and turned. I took a breath of relief. I didn't have much time. I knew it didn't have much time. I had to find those plans, but where? The papers, where were they? And I heard Marie's signal. And I froze. What a break. But 
I couldn't stop searching now. Where are they? Almost as if God had put it into my hand at the right moment, I found the photostatic copies of the defense plans. Now, if she could only hold them off until I got out of the place. Let's see now, let's see. The window, that's it. It was only a short drop to the ground and still no one in sight. I had a feeling Marie could take care of herself and I started back for the forest, the plans in my pocket. See here, Captain Scarpella. I'm the man. Mm. You see? You come out of the forest three miles north at this point. Right. Is that uh, a clear road, Fox? You will have no difficulty, Captain. There has never been any reason for the Bosch to post guards at this exit. Mm. Now pay attention, Captain. Yeah. I must talk to you. Both of you. Marie, what are you doing back at the farmhouse? Why are you not in the village? Marie, was there trouble after I left through that window? Do they do they know about the papers? They know. Because they were told. Told by a dirty little spy from our own ranks. What? Now, please, quiet. This is my business, Captain. Speak, Marie. I overheard the spy. One of us. I blush with shame to think of it. The spy was telling the bush captain about the papers and the American's mission. Fortunately for you, Captain Scarpella, the spy was not able to warn him early go on, enough. Go on, go on, Marie. Go on. The road is blocked, however. You are trapped here, American. You may have the plans... But there is no way for you to leave and deliver them. The road north is swarming with red ants of Germans. The traitor. His name. Give me his name, Marie. I will do better. I will give you the traitor. René, bring her in here. No, no, please, please. On the floor. I said throw her on the floor. No. Listen to her, son. My own daughter, torn from my own flesh. For I, daughter, not for what is going to be done to you, but for what you have done. Spy, traitor, this girl, my daughter. I spit on her. I did not know. I, I did waited not for her outside. After I heard her with her know. captain, her German captain, I waited for her and, and dragged her back here. Fox, do what you want with her. Lozette. No, no. Lozette, look at me. No, no. Was it you? You who gave away our positions each time? Answer. Yes. Yes, I told them. It has been so hard. I have known war for so long now. All my life, it seems. I have known two wars. Would I turn on my own? I'm glad your, your father is dead. So he does not see this. They promised me so much. I did not think it so bad. I, I only gave them small bits of information. Small bits of information? <laughs> Except for this last about the American. You call giving away our hideout small, loser? We are so much smarter than they. <laughs> and, and, and it always gave us a chance to kill so many oh, of them. <laughs> your excuses disgust me. Say the word, Fox. Let me throw her to the rest. No, no, Mama. Pity, pity. I am, I am your mother no longer. Do not call me that. Now, wait a minute. Listen to me. Fox, this may be your affair, but I've got a stake in it. Now, what do you wish to say, Captain? There's only one way out of this forest. It's blocked right now. Thanks to her. Now, let's forget that. All that matters to me is that I get through with these plans. 
Well, Lizette. Lizette, do you want a chance to prove yourself? Oh, we, oui, we, oui, I will do anything. Do not listen to her, Marie, Captain. Marie, Marie. Two faces she has. Now, quiet. Go on, Captain. Now, at German headquarters before, Marie distracted the guard because she knew him. Now, who knows the Germans at the exit to the forest to distract them? I do. I will. Let me, please. They trust me. I will give you a chance to slip by. It is too great a risk, my friend. I have no choice. I can't stay trapped here. The plans are no good in my pocket. Very well. On one condition. I will go alone. And if she does not do as she says, the fox will shoot her through the heart. You have my permission. many clouds out tonight to hide the moon. Well, the darker the better. Lucette, there are your friends at the foot of the hill. Go to them. We will hide here among these piles of firewood. We, oui. we, oui, I will go. And remember, Lucette, this gun is aimed at you. Go. We hid behind towering cords of tree trunks and branches piled in the woodlot for the village's firewood. We watched. A few minutes later, we saw them, the soldiers and the girl, silhouetted against the moon. We couldn't hear what they were saying, but every once in a while, we heard them laugh. They swarmed about her like bees about a flower. Come this way. We will sneak past them and into the brush. She's doing a good job trying to redeem herself. Stupid American. It's completely flat with no way out. Uh, you're a sly one, Lucette. You'll be sehr klug. He's trying to be through the Hauptmann to don't make a mistake with you, no? There are advantages to being an officer, eh? Halt! Uh, 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 oh, we're caught. shoulder and saw Lizette crumple into a heap on the road. I knew she was dead. Do not grieve for her, my friend. It is best this way. It is easier than living with herself. How do we get out of this? We're surrounded. You're surrounded, American. Surrender. Surrender. What means that word? We know you are in danger. We not. We have you cornered. Come out. Perhaps this will help Kamincho. Popper, over there. Step out of the bush. Come on. You do the same. Trying to burn us out. If we come out, we'll be shot down by the machine guns. American, I have an idea. Yeah. Stand here. Mm-hmm. When you hear a loud crash and I call out, you run through the fire. It is not bad yet, my friend. He ran like the fox of his nickname to the tallest pile of firewood. In the dark night, I saw him struggle with a log at the base of the pile, and then the huge tower of wood came tumbling down and screamed. <laughs> I plunged through the fire and found the pass. And a few minutes later... Sly Fox miraculously joined me. You can make it from here alone to the American lines, Captain Scarpella. What about you, Fox? Ah, don't worry about it, Fox. I'll get back all right. 
Perhaps we shall meet again one day, Captain. Who knows? Well, au revoir, then. Goodbye. I never looked back. And I never saw him again. But when I think of him now... I think of him not with a beret, but with a green hat and a feather. A little like Robin Hood. Captain Scarpella delivered the plans personally to the assistant G2 at 8th Corps headquarters. And he was recommended for the Distinguished Service Cross for the American lives he had saved at the port of Saint-Nazaire. Thus, the exploits of another OSS agent closes with the words... Mission accomplished. A further adventure in black warfare is next week's... Cloak and Dagger. in today's Cloak and Dagger adventure were Joseph Buloff, Lily Darvoss, Larry Haynes, Nancy Franklin, Barry Kroger, Raymond Edward Johnson, Carl Weber, Boris Applin, and Jerry Jarrett. Script for Cloak and Dagger was written by Winifred Wolfe, and the music was under the direction of John Gart. Today's true OSS adventure was based on the book Cloak and Dagger, by Corey Ford and Alistair McBain. This has been a Lewis G. Cowan production in association with Alfred Hollander. It was under the direction and supervision of Sherman Marks. Robert Warren speaking. Stay tuned now for the up-to-the-minute news on the Open Golf Championship. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.